You're listening to a Whales or Whales production. You're also listening to Whales. Visit whalesorwhales.com for more projects and shows like this one. Welcome to Spotty Translation, the only anime podcast where half the panel hates anime. That's me! That. Thank you, Steven! That is Steven. He hates anime. Hi, Steven. That's me! Yeah, and I am Zach. I love anime, if you can't tell, because my voice is so full of love for the medium. But anyway, this here is a podcast where we watch something each week, well, every two weeks, mind you, and Stephen watches it with me for Lord knows what reason, no, and we talk about it, no, man. <laughs> and, we, and we discuss it, and we try to get to the bottom of what is anime, what drives this, what, what drives this growing creative medium, what makes it tick, and what from, drives people away. There is that, too. Hopefully, by the end of this season... Stephen will not, well, actually, Stephen will want to keep on watching anime. That is the goal. That's the goal. And hopefully, <laughs> dear listener, if you don't like anime and you're trying out this podcast, we welcome you with open arms, and by the end, maybe you won't want to stop watching anime either. I welcome you with one arm open, the other arm behind my back, clenching in a fist, but... Uh, just in case. <laughs> yeah, just, just just in case this breaks out in into fisticuffs. We, we don't know. Uh, but anyway, so this week, uh, Charlotte. Charlotte is the anime that we have chosen. Well, I have chosen for Stephen to watch. Charlotte is currently airing uh, this season. This is actually, last week was the beginning of the summer season. Uh, so Charlotte is here, and we're watching Charlotte. Okay, Stephen. Uh, so actually, before we start, I should say that the way that this is going to work out is that Stephen, not knowing pretty much, not not, not knowing a lot about <laughs> This, not, not a lot about this thing that we like to call, like, uh, anime. Uh, he has some questions. So we're going to, well, I'm going to do my best to answer those questions. So, Stephen, hit me. All right. I've got questions, Zach. That is the truth. And here's my first one. Give me the lowdown. What or who is Charlotte? I want a top-level view. What are we getting ourselves into? Okay. Um, short answer. We don't know yet. But what Charlotte is, Charlotte is an anime. Uh, that is, that is a collaboration between uh, the studio, like, uh, PA Works and Key, which is a studio that primarily works in the visual novel genre. So this is essentially, like, a visual novel story, but told in the medium of anime. But it's an anime, first and foremost. There isn't a visual yes. novel called Charlotte. Yes. Okay. First and foremost, this is going to be a series, but it might become a visual novel in the future. Who knows? Okay, well, speaking of it being an anime, I hear um, along the grapevine that this show is from the same people who creator, created um, Clanad, or whatever that sorty fighty anime thing is. Is that right? Uh, well, Clanad is not a sorty fighty anime thing, but... Not? 
No, what it is, is it? not at all. Uh, so basically, Nad is a sort of a slice of life um, boy in school romance series, if you will. It is actually made by the same team, though, considering that this is uh, comes from Key, and Key is helping out on this anime, and Key also uh, made Clannad, which actually comes from the from the same writer of Clannad, um, uh, June Maeda. Oh, Claymore. That's you, what I you. <laughs> They're so similar. Yes, Clannad and Claymore are exactly the same anime, folks. If you didn't know, you should go watch both of them side by side, and you'll see that they are the exact same thing. <laughs> this, this show is off to a great start. Okay, Zach, <laughs> then my third question. Are you aware that this is, structurally speaking anime x-men in almost oh. every way yes i am very aware although it's not entirely new uh or either this this setup of like you know teens with powers in school is not entirely new um actually there was a really good series a few seasons ago uh like everyday battles have become commonplace but yeah i mean it is essentially the idea um i guess in this case though it is it is a little bit more like marvel's uh, like mutant comic book series in the fact that these students all go to a school due to their powers, due to somebody setting up a school to protect students with powers. Mm, protect students and the, those around them because the uh, main character of this particular show is starting to turn into a supervillain at a young age, <laughs> <laughs> one might say. But yeah, um, it is... Uh, I'll say that oh, it's also, I guess, pretty interesting just due to the fact that in this series, all of the students are, like, uh, undeveloped in their powers. Their powers are sort of just, like, halfway there. Incomplete, broken somehow, making them even more dangerous. I did like that. Um, and I guess follow-up question, um, are superheroes a thing in Japan? Oh, are they ever. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so basically superheroes have been a thing in Japan for pretty much, like, I mean, you could say that, like, post-war era is sort of when that started, like, uh, in earnest. Um, so basically post-war era, you basically have, like, Godzilla is sort of, like, the start of what's known as, like, the kaiju genre of film, which is which is sort of, like, the giant monster genre. And then, and then, and then following that, you actually had the creation of, like, Ultraman, who was sort of this, like, superhero who, who grew very big and fought these and fought these giant monsters. And then from there you moved on to Super Sentai, which is sort of what inspired the Power Rangers here. Mm -hmm. From there, I mean like you just have like tons of manga and anime and movies and TV shows that all sort of play around with that like, you know, all sort of play around with, with, with the idea of heroes among us who like I mean like you know like who either don a costume to fight or they're just like, you know, or they're just like, you know, like random people on the street who 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 just happen to have powers and whether or not they use them for good or for bad. It's up to them. And this series is definitely on the uh, on the latter track to where you have to where I have to where you have these characters, especially with our protagonist, who likes to use his powers for no good. That's interesting. It kind of seems like it all started by uh, heroes of the world needing to turn into very large forms of themselves to fight giant monsters. Well, in America, which is the part of the world I live in, um, <laughs> it seems like a lot of the superhero origin stories had to do with really normal, normal dudes um, wandering. Maybe this is a Marvel thing, but wandering into some greater power than 
they originally possessed, and then, you know, fighting evil from there. Either that or they're Superman and come from another world. Either way, they kind of yeah. look like normal dudes. Speaking of uh, anime superheroes, and I hope we're not getting too off track here, but uh, you've seen Tiger and Bunny before, yeah? I have, yes. I thought that was an interesting take on it, because the characters knew that they were superheroes, because basically a TV station um, signed them onto contracts to be superheroes. Um, That's some self-actualization going on there. Okay, well, Zach, I've got one more question for you before we move on. What genre is this even? <laughs> well, I mean, you could definitely, like, you know, throw it into, like, the superhero genre or just kind of, like, the high school life genre. But, I mean, but, but, but I mean, like, really, it's sort of... But, like, genres uh, with manga and anime kind of fall into um, a number of, I guess, I guess, like, four main categories. You have shonen, seinen... Uh, shoujo and jose and this would be very much in the like seinen which is sort of like shows for like older boys shows for boys who are like in high school well it looks like we're making a perfect analogy once again to american superheroes because that's you know i mean superheroes oftentimes go younger than that but i think the modern telling of the superhero that you see in the movies oftentimes is definitely aiming for that demographic that's actually been really interesting to watch just because of our comics, because, I mean, like, it also seems that sort of, like, comics in the U.S., like, in general are sort of, like, are sort of, like, shifting to like, the older demographics, because they're sort of, there's, they're, they're, they they seem to be more or less just sort of, like, just sort of, like, growing up with the audience. That's uh, whereas in, uh, with manga, it more, I mean, like, there's just, like, so much manga being made and being published, like, you know, like, um, uh, each year is that, like, like, you know, like, beyond the, like, you know, like, really long-running stuff, most manga only maybe lasts for, like, you know, like, 20, 30 chapters. And, I mean, there's just so much being made that, like, uh, there's enough to appease, like, you know, like, the high school boys and girls, as well as, like, enough mm-hmm. being made that, like, you know, like, that will constantly appeal to the younger, like, grade school-aged kids. That's so true. Um, I mean, you know, in, in our country, oftentimes if you want to enjoy an animated product, you have maybe two or three options, and those usually boil down to a Pixar movie or, or someone following in that same vein, or a very small handful of like animated TV shows that sometimes are good and sometimes aren't, and almost always include superheroes. So that's what's so great about anime. If you love seeing the, the animation come alive for your characters and your story plots and going into different worlds that you can't get with film, uh, man, it's got you covered. <laughs> yeah, um, but... You know, I think that this is a good point as any to, I guess, uh, hop into, I guess, more of a uh, freeform conversation about just kind of what we thought about the anime in general. Yeah. Um, and I kind of want Stephen to start because I am actually very curious to hear what he thought about this. Okay, first of all, um, I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is a good show. I think this is... Wow. A, I actually, I actually <laughs> liked it quite a bit. Now, at the beginning... I I had the knee-jerk reaction of, this dude is a jerk! I really hate him a lot! And by him, I mean the main character. What's his name, you? Something. I forgot to write down his name. And the one thing that you'll learn about from the series is that I am terrible with names. Oh, so am I. I only know this because I'm reading the Wikipedia page as we speak. (laughs) I was faking casual remembrance. Okay. (laughs) In fact, I'm going to link you that Wikipedia page so you can remember the names, too. Um, <laughs> anyway, he seemed like a total jerk. Um, 
he was doing all sorts of horrible things with his superpower. Um, but as the montage of him explaining uh, what it is he can do, right, um, what, what he can do is manipulate other people by controlling their bodies for short, amount of, uh, short periods of time. Five seconds. Five seconds. Wow, that's very short. Um, <laughs> it's a... Uh, um, okay, I lost my train of thought, and I found it. And I, I slowly began to realize that, A, he's supposed to be written as a jerk. You're not supposed to like this character. There's something else in store for him. And B, I really liked how they did the origin story, which was essentially taking his current situation and saying, yeah, this is what's up. This is how I live my life. We're not going to go back in time and and, and step by step realize how I gained these powers. No, I just have these powers. Let's jump into it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's sort of, I mean, because, like, uh, I mean, they don't really have to do that, mostly because, like, you know, sort of, like, you know, as they, like, explain later on, is that, like, you know, these powers just sort of show up yeah. for people as they, like, I mean, like, you know, like, uh, as they get, like, into high school, and the powers only last, like, you know, like, I mean, like, you know, like, throughout their youth, like, you know, like, it's sort of, like, established that the, that all these people who have powers, the powers will vanish once they, like, you know, like, hit like, you know, like, age 20 or something. Yes. Um, and, well, what, I think one neat thing, though, is even though it has that kind of time limit attached to it and it just appears at random, um, they still could have gone the more traditional, um, easy route of introducing you to this character. Let's go to his school. Let's show you how he's unhappy. And then the slow revelation of him discovering his powers. But no, no, they just went, went right into the good stuff, which I liked. Um so once we find out that you, as apparently he is called, um, has all these powers and stuff, then the reality started to sink in. This is another high school anime. <laughs> 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 and that's when I started to get off the hype train a little bit. So... What about you? When you saw the intro to the show, because this is a new show, and I assume you watched it for the first time fairly recently, yes. where where was your head? Uh, I mean, I was definitely in the, like, well, this is certainly a key kind of, like, you know, story. Um, and, I mean, it's very interesting, though. It's something that, like, at least in terms of, like, having powers show up in this way, like, with an anime, is, like, pretty new. Um and yeah, I mean, like, I pretty much was, like, in love from the start, mostly because, like, I actually kind of like it uh, when anime, uh, when the protagonist is somewhat of a jerk, uses whatever he has, his powers, or just, like, charisma, or his personality, for, like, you know, like, no good. I mean, because, like, you know, in this case, um, he uses it to, like, you know, like, essentially, like, like, you know, cheat on tests. He uses it to, he, he, he basically got into the school of his choice by possessing people during a test and looking at their answers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that that's a real jerk move, and it not only just makes him um, opportunistic and, you know, amoral, but it also kind of just, you know, you realize he's not actually smart, he just has this power, so <laughs> like, he's not even necessarily talented, there's almost nothing to like about him, um, which I kind of agree is what makes him uh, interesting, it makes me like him in a way, and reminds me, you're going to have to pardon the real deep cut here, but of light from the obscure anime Death Note. <laughs> <laughs> um, because that was another 
another, you know, kind of youthful teenage character who had terrible powers that turned him into a terrible person. The big difference is in this show, some people find him and stop him before he goes that far. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so this is kind of where like, this is kind of where like the X-Men thing comes into where like, essentially there is a, there is the school that like, like, you know, like essentially like, you know, brings in these students and they send out students with powers to like essentially capture these students who are, who, who are using their powers for no good. And I, I do appreciate that they, they capture him by, you know, handing him proof that he cannot refute. And then if he doesn't want, still doesn't want to come with them after all these facts have been shown to him in black and white, they just take off with him into outer space. <laughs> and <laughs> he doesn't really have a choice. One thing I really like about this show on the same note is like Death Note, it's setting up this potentially dark and dangerous road of superpowers unchecked but then they use comedy to just kind of turn that on its head and say no never mind it's not really that kind of show so but um so you you like you (laughs) yeah yeah he is (laughs) yeah he is pretty interesting uh i mean it's sort of it's sort of like i mean it's not like uncommon to, to to have these like amoral jerk characters, but it still is nice to see them because like uh, because like a lot of anime, especially uh, with shonen anime, the characters are very are more like are more like black and white sort of things like you know like it, like you know like because because what's nice which 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 I which I do believe that like you see in this episode is that you isn't like inherently a bad person. He just has these powers which which he uses for the wrong reasons. But I mean, he actually does care about like, I mean, like, 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 you know, like he, he, he does care about some things specifically like his little sister. Like he actually does like care for her and actually, like, you know, want her to have what is best for her, which is why you, which is why he like, uh, takes the offer to go to this other school is because she has a chance to go to a good school and actually have the money for food and whatnot, because it is sort of like, it's sort of like, uh, it's established that, like, the, 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 like, you know, that their family has no money, they have no real family, it, it's just him and her. Yeah, and I do, I also appreciate how um, he cares about his sister, one of the few things that he seems to treat with respect in his life, and yet, it that isn't shown in a complete um sort of a uh, one-dimensional light. Right, he, yeah. He's is irritated with her all the time. And he's not doing perhaps the very best thing for her, which might be to, you know, maybe disconnect her from this weirdo life he's being thrust into. But he's still trying, and he's still, he still obviously cares. Um, and I really hope that they turn her into a legitimate character and not just something for him to care about. Yeah, I mean, she seems to be sort of, uh, I don't know, it seems almost like they might be setting up something uh, with her that might that might that might turn into one of the grim dark parts of the story. So <laughs> and they had to set up a ton of stuff in one episode, right? Yeah. Like they had to show you who the main characters are, what all their powers are, how powers work in the first place, the school and situation that you um is involved in and the school and situation he's moving to. That's a lot yes. of stuff. <laughs> yeah, which I actually did like how they, like, you know, like, I mean, like, how they set up and then, and then, like, immediately took down his whole plan to get a girlfriend. <laughs> yes, I, that was awesome. <laughs> Once again, the, it starts setting up all of these really dark roads and then he's just literally um, pulled off of the road. Yeah, yeah, it is, 
It is, I mean, like, as as far as, like, brand new stories go, this was this was actually probably one of the stronger episodes I've seen. Yeah. Well, I, I, I not like I've watched a ton of episodes, but I'm going to agree with you initially anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, but moving on, uh, we are now going to go into what I like to call, but Stephen coined it, the Go Go Senpai Education Station. Oh, I should have said that at the same time. Go Go Senpai Education Station. Senpai. But yeah, so basically, um, this point is my point to essentially lay the rules on Stephen, lay the law, lay the teaching, as it were, to more or less give him a sense of what he might, you know, might 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 not know, and maybe also you, the listener, might not know. So for this, so 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 for this week, we are going to talk about June Maeda. June Maeda is the writer of the series. He is the guy who wrote the story, wrote like. Uh, but you should know that he has actually been writing stuff for a very long time. He is the founder of Key. Key is the visual novel studio that is like that is working on the series. He founded it a long time ago. Uh, Key is sort of considered like the best like VN studio in Japan. Um, he got his start writing Air. Um, then he went on uh, to Canon. And then Clannad is essentially like their like their like their biggest success so far. But what is but but what's interesting though is that this is not the first time that uh, uh you know like that June has actually worked with PA Works, the studio who is like the the studio who is working on like um uh, who's working on Charlotte with them. They actually did a series called like um uh, Angel Beats back in uh, 2010. Stephen, have you ever heard of Angel Beats? No, man, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, uh, basically, it is a story written by June Maeda about a boy who dies. It's very popular. <laughs> it is possibly one of one of one of the most popular like anime of the last like ten years. Wow. It is just everywhere. And with Charlotte, it looks like he may have another huge hit on his hands. Amazing! I didn't know literally any of that. <laughs> Yeah, so, Stephen, you just got Senpai educated. We're going to work on that. <laughs> I'm going to go go work on it now. <laughs> that, was, that was good. Thank you, Zach. I feel not only educated, but enlightened. Yeah, so there you go. This series is key, and fucking PA works, and June Maeda. There you go. That's all that you need to know. And, you know, seriously, like, if you want to uh, see more of June Maeda's work, if you actually like Charlotte, you can totally go play, like, you know, like, just go play, like, like you know, like, go play, like, any of those games that I mentioned, which actually Clannad is getting, like, an official release in English next year on Steam. Oh, so, crazy. So you will be able to play a V, and that takes about 70 hours to get through the entire thing. Well, I've been having 70 hours burning a hole in my pocket, Zach. Now I know what to spend it on. Yeah. But, yeah, so uh, following that, uh, I mean, do you have anything more that you want to perhaps uh, touch upon, Stephen, about what you thought about Charlotte? Um, I think that my closing thoughts for the this episode of Charlotte, uh, named after a character or a, a theme or a concept that we have not yet encountered in the actual anime. Uh, my closing thoughts are that um, this is one of those shows that makes me want to keep watching because I bet three to six to especially ten episodes down the line, you will remember these innocent days of cheating on tests 
and meeting silly characters with fondness because things are going to go down. And I am really curious to know what those things are. <laughs> yeah. So those are my closing thoughts on the show. I quite liked it. Neat, yeah. I mean, I think that it's probably one of the strongest anime so far this season. Um, it's not it's not my favorite, but uh, we'll save that for, like, uh, we'll save that for, for, like, a later date, mm-hmm. but... Uh, but I think it's definitely number two, though, out of all the series this season. It is something that I'm going to keep watching. It is phenomenal. It's actually already better. It's, it's already, for me, off to a better start uh, than Angel Beats, well, which, is, which, is, which is quite something, huh. that, because, because that series is also <laughs> off to a... Or, yeah, I mean, like, that series started off really strong, too, so it's going to be interesting to see how this progresses and see if Key has another hit on their hands. Yeah. Look at us agreeing about anime. Yeah, this is something that I did not expect to Don't see. Don't get I'll used ha- to it, folks. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to fix that. Monster Musume, when that comes up, there will be a lot of disagreement. I don't know what that is, but a chill just went <laughs> down my spine, and I think I saw a ghost. <laughs> but okay, so uh, we're going to rate this anime based solely upon the first episode, which you never do. But we're going to do it because that's how Steven rolls. So, Steven... Take it away with the animator. Okay, Zach, here we are. We have the animator. It's pinned up on the wall, colorful, full of sparkly um, anime um, symbols from the ancient days. Um, And basically what this is, is I will take the most important and fundamental parts of an anime. That would be how cool it is, how cute it is, how funny it is, and how much it confuses me. And then... Um, we give an arbitrary score based on those various elements. So, let's get started. For the first one, dubbed Cool Time, I give this particular episode of Charlotte a three. A three out of five. I think that um, there are some exceptionally rad things happening in this show. For example, um, you know, being launched into the air and then skipping across <laughs> a lake as a, as a skipping stone. But they were far and few in between, and there was a lot of kind of walking around high school stuff. Yeah, so a bit above average, maybe. I liked it. Cute time. I'm only going to give it two. Two out of five. There weren't very many cute things going on. I mean, disagree with me if you like <laughs> Zach, but... Re- no, no, I mean, not a lot of cute his sister things. was kind of cute, but she was also... Oh, she is adorable. Yeah, but those... I can't get past the voices. It's just, that voice oh, grates on me. That voice is just, oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> now, now I feel more comfortable disagreeing with you. Um, yes. <laughs> so I'm only going to give it a two. Now, okay. Funny Time. Funny Time gets a four out of five. Wow. I laughed multiple times. I, I Okay, I gotta, I gotta give a little shout out to my favorite little scene. It's when you opened the not Amazon box and looks inside for delicious snacks and is real disappointed. And there's the, the classic like anime freak out like, oh, what? oh, it's not what I expected. I'm going to make a crazy face. And it's like, okay, that's almost slapstick. That's amusing, I guess. But then there's like a three second shot of it, of him hiding it in a closet saying, I'm never going to think about this again. <laughs> and that I thought was great. So funny time gets a four. Now, Zachary, what is going on, time? Which is essentially how much it confuses me. Zwigo. The Zwigo score gets a one. Wow, that's I actually good. I followed the whole thing. It didn't confuse me 
at all, and that is profoundly disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> so, if we tally up all of these scores of Cool Time 3, Cute Time 2, Funny Time 4, and Zwigo Time 1, the total animator score is a 10. That is a good score. That That <laughs> is a pretty solid score. If it was just more confounding and a little cuter, this would have been one of the best anime I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cool. 10 out of 20, folks. Charlotte. It's mediocre. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that's it for... Um, the uh, first for the first episode of this spy translation podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. But, but before we go, we have, we have a few things that we want to uh, I guess sort of get out of the way. Uh, for the first thing is um, so Stephen uh, with your uh, I guess like American way of thinking, uh, who do you think would enjoy this series if they are somebody who say doesn't particularly uh, enjoy uh, like you know like I mean like if, if they don't enjoy like a lot of anime but you know are willing to at least try something. Who would you say that those kind of people, who would, what would they look like? All right, folks, if you're an all-American kind of fellow looking for a good TV show to watch, this just might be the one for you. Because even if you, uh, even if you have a tough time getting into anime because it either dives deep into topics that you think are, like, obnoxious, that's speaking from personal experience, if they just rub you the wrong way, or if they just plain confuse you, you're just not an anime fan, I genuinely think... This is a good one to start with because you're going to get some of those elements. You're going to get the high school, you're going to get the squeaky voices. You're going to get the the humor beats that you can expect from a lot of anime. But it's a very useful entry point because it feels it is such a familiar superhero story. It really is just the X-Men. So if you like X-Men, this is the anime version of that, at least for the first episode. Um, so you, in a way, you can contrast, you can compare, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's a good starting point. That's my opinion. If you do want to watch it, though, where can you watch it, Stephen? Oh, wait, I'll answer that myself. Our good friends over at Crunchyroll. They are not our friends. Sponsored by friend. Crunchyroll! If only, but... <laughs> if only! <laughs> but yeah, so basically, uh, if you want to watch it, it's actually streaming over there. Uh, you can either wait a week after the episode airs to watch it for free, but but with ads, or you can pay $8 a month and watch it when it first airs in high def. Um, I would definitely suggest going the uh, high def route, well, like only because, one, it's actually a very pretty series, and two, I mean, you know, after you watch Charlotte, you can get on and start watching all the, and like, start, start watching the other, like, hundreds of anime that they have in their catalog for streaming. So if you are an entry point animator, then this is, A, a good one to start with, B, you can get a free trial for Crunchyroll, which will get you started to watch it and other shows. And if you really want to consume a lot of recent anime and keep up with the scene, Crunchyroll is, as far as I can tell from my layman's perspective, the way to go. That is our uh, first episode of Spotty Translation. Hope you all enjoyed your time here learning about Charlotte and Steven's distaste for anime that has somehow turning into... A sort of like, sort of not like situation. He's it's it's sort of complicated. If you put Steven on Facebook with anime, he would just say it's complicated. <laughs> this is the the premier show. If you'd like to learn about my dysfunctional tastes and media viewing habits, yeah, it, it, it's going to be a fun time because <laughs> well, we're going to get weird. 
later on this season. We're going to make Steven feel as uncomfortable as possible. Oh, but he is good. contractually obligated for 12 episodes, so... <laughs> Why did I sign <laughs> he that? He can't run. I signed that in my sleep, too. <laughs> but yeah, thanks, folks, for showing up. Um, hope you had fun, and until next time, bye, B.